I'm the strawberry. I'm the biscuit. And this is the Steven Steven Universe Universe Podcast. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Anna. I'm Swappy. And we're here to talk about episodes of Steven Universe with all of you all. And uh, yes, I am starting my timer. Uh, thank you, Swazi. <laughs> Got it. Um, we're so on point. Yes, we're getting better every time, hopefully. This week, we watched Giant Woman hey. and So Many Birthdays. Oh. <laughs> We've been looking forward to this week for a long time. So long. I yes. mean, Giant Woman. We finally can talk about fusion. Kick it off. Yes. Which I also didn't remember that there's a couple fusions in this, but we'll get to that. Um, but sure. tell us about oh. the episode. Um, okay. So it starts off with Pearl and Amethyst are playing checkers on the beach. And every time someone loses a, a point, they get a water balloon to the face, courtesy of Steven. And um, Amethyst <laughs> which- mentions, like... This is why we don't form form firm. This is why we don't form Opal anymore. And Steven's like, "What's Opal?" And, and we learn that that gems can fuse together and form something new, something uh, bigger, presumably, because Steven assumes it's a giant woman. Pearl describes it as an amalgam of their magical and physical properties. So right, and so it's kind of this combination of both, and you know, it's just like Steven, we're all wondering, what does that mean? What does that look like? Are they, are they two people having like a conversation on one body? Are they one person? Are they, do they share? Finally, Steven asks you know, a lot of questions. Yeah, like how does that work? But not, I don't think any of them answered. No, because um, this episode's like a lot of Pearl and, and Amethyst bickering, showing the differences between their two ways of thinking and their two ways of acting. And, and why they can't get along and form Opal. Yeah. Um, so Garnet returns to the to Beach City and uh, gives them a mission. Uh, there are two beetles that they need to find. And one of which is uh, under some lava in a lava lake. And Garnet couldn't swim through lava. Garnet's like, I'm going alone because I'm the only one who can swim through lava. So cool. And uh, which forces Pearl and Amethyst to go together. With Steven in tow, and the whole time he's like, can you form Opal? You should form Opal. And I also think this is another point of um, subtle Garnet mentoring, mm-hmm. because she she kind of nudges Steven of just like, keep the peace between these two. Yeah. Um, and I think it is that moment of she's, she's giving him a task of just like, if you can fix... Like, they're not going to fix it, but but if you use your influence, I know that you can solve this rift. Mm-hmm. And and so she kind of slightly nudges him in the direction, knowing that he'll probably be able to, to heal this uh, bickering. Yeah. yeah. And they both kind of, uh, like, it's not necessarily an easy task, but um, both Garnet and Steven kind of believe in Steven. And they're they're, like, so sure he can do it. Because he's like, okay, he just takes it. He just takes it on. Yeah. Because yeah, he can fix anything. He's a positive person. Yeah. And uh, so when they so they start to climb this huge, I don't know, mountain. Yeah, it's like this 
it made me think of this sort of monastery almost. Yeah. Like up in the mountains. Um, and they meet a goat uh, who <laughs> Stephen promptly names Stephen Jr. And who starts to just follow them and give Stephen rides. It, it reminded me of Lion a lot. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> Stephen just has that effect on things. Stephen like, is a Disney princess. Yeah. If he meets an animal, he will befriend that animal. Right. <laughs> the animal just follows him all the way up the mountain. And, yep. and it's just like, we're pals now. Yep. And yeah. Stephen sings one of my favorite songs from the whole uh, series, which is uh, Giant Woman, <laughs> which is such a, such a cute song and such a simple song. Like, mm-hmm. I learned how to play it on the piano, and it's really, really easy. It's but it will stick in your head all day. All day. And all I want to do is see you turn into a giant woman. A giant woman. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, we want to see it, too. Like, yeah, we're, we're like, like we're such where is Opal? We want to see... You can't just drop a bomb, like, oh, we can fuse bodies. And then not do it. like, <laughs> And so um, uh, one of the things they mention is that they have to dance um, mm-hmm. to form Opal. They have to dance in synchronization. It's like and, a little ritual to sync up, basically. Yeah. And they dance very differently. Yeah, everyone, and a little bit of a spoiler, but we'll see other gems dance as yeah. well. But um, everyone dances in a way that really fits their personality. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, um, you know, Pearl's the most obvious of kind of ballet and very delicate and and yeah. poised dancing. And Amethyst, like, is basically, like, crumping. And, yeah. <laughs> Twerking. And <laughs> yeah, she's just gyrating everywhere. Yeah. Uh, but they managed to get in sync, as we see in the last part of the episode. But we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. So it turns out that the beetle that they're searching for has been eaten by this giant bird. Yeah. And well, eats... We also, beetles in a little tiny beetle house. Yeah. It's so cute. It's so cute. I would live there if I was tiny. But then it got chomped. Um, I really want to be tiny. <laughs> anyway, um, so <laughs> this giant bird comes and eats Steven Jr. And no. um, Steven's like, come on, guys, you should form Opal. And they finally agree. They're like, okay, this is a situation dire enough. To form Opal. Oh, uh, previously they they were bickering and bickering until Stephen falls off a rock, and suddenly they're in complete sync and they yeah, they uh, don't form Opal, but, but they, they save Stephen really quickly and easily by working together. Yeah, I was thinking the the gems, um, despite all their flaws, they really act well under pressure, and it is that one thing that I was kind of connecting with. Of I'm like klutzy and weird and whatever, but if somebody like like gets cut open or they get trapped or something then you kind of like calm focus i yeah. have all the things like i can do it and like and nothing else matters steven brings them together in more ways than one because he does encourage them to to like um you know form opal and all this stuff but he also when he's in trouble they're automatically in sync yeah steven comes first yeah because they love him yeah and they're his protectors yeah they're his guardians mm-hmm. um so Stephen gets eaten alongside the goat. Um, and he finds the beetle. Af- yeah. yeah, after a failed attempt at fusing, um, in which uh, <laughs> they're not in sync, uh, and they're dancing, and uh, I think uh, Amethyst tips Pearl, and she smashes her head against the floor. It's and- very clumsy. I'm <laughs> sure like everyone's been with that dance partner where just like, someone's stepping on someone's foot or like you're trying to lead but then the other person's trying to lead and it's yeah. just like everyone's pulling or pushing the wrong way yeah and it's just an off day um because yeah. it could be someone you've known for years sure and, uh so but it doesn't help that they've 
just been at each other's throats all yeah. day. And, and they so don't want to do it. Finally, when Stephen gets eaten by the bird, he finds the heaven beetle in the mouth of his son, Stephen Jr. <laughs> and uh, uh, suddenly these four arms uh, burst through the, the bird and reach for him. And it turns out to be a giant gem with four arms. And it's Opal! Giant woman. And she's fantastic. She's so beautiful. Her voice is beautiful. Her, her like, hair is so pretty. Yeah. The way it's, like, done up. And uh, she just I has, love her design. She has, like, a regal quality to yeah. it. Like she's very poised. Yeah. And confident. And um, she has the nose of Pearl and the mouth of Amethyst, which mm-hmm. are two of their best features. Yeah. Um... If you hear some background noise, it's because my cat is walking across the coffee yeah, table. It's being good. Um, <laughs> so far. <laughs> for now. But yeah, I think the animation of Fusion um, is really interesting because it shows... It is that com- combination of the two original characters. Like, yeah. you see their features combine. Um, you see their weapons combine. And yeah. Like, like um, I, so the spear and the whip turn into a bow and arrow. Yeah. And it... It's a really interesting way to show that these two are still there, but they've become one and kind of become something new. So it's not uh, two separate entities, but it's also not one. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's There's kind something of, about it that's, uh, it's it's clearly a combination. Right. And, and we don't get too much of, like, the inner workings of it yet, but we kind of see this visual representation. Also, Opal gets about two lines, I think. <laughs> right. Which, you know, um, she, she even had so many questions, and it would have been nice to yeah. see her on She them. does acknowledge that she, although Look. she's someone know, new, she knows Stephen. Yeah. Um, so you kind of get the, that the, the new gem that forms is still... It still it, has the knowledge of, the, uh, of its counterpart. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So um, it's not a stranger that is formed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she unleashes. They're being chased by all these little tiny birds, which is um, they were yeah. all fused together to make the giant bird, which yeah. is really cool. There, there were a lot of little gems inside the big bird, and then each little gem turned into its own bird. And that's a cool thing too. Of just like, uh, if, you know, we'll get. More into it, but you have all the little birds that look the same, and when they fuse, they form just a larger version of that. Yeah. There's no change to them. Yeah. Um, but Opal unleashes a unleashes a folly. <laughs> Opal unleashes a folly of arrows, um, and and they bubble them all. They're like bubbling arrows. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. Um, and there's some like, uh, to me, Opal is more powerful than, uh. Pearl and Amethyst on their own. Oh, yeah. Um, but you, you really get the sense from, like, yeah. Stephen's shock, it's, like, how much yeah. power this is. It's 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 so cool. Ah, uh, this episode is so cool. Yeah. And it ends with a little, uh, little nugget of knowledge, too, that um, uh, Stephen has the ability to fuse, too. Yeah. Um, after they hand over the uh, beetle to Garnet, um, he says, she says, like, good job. One day you'll be pretty good at fusing. And he's like, what? Yeah. And the episode ends. <laughs> so that's exciting. Something to look forward to. So 
the next episode we watched was So Many Birthdays. Do you want to talk about that? Sure. This one is, uh, I wrote down just Stephen contemplates mortality. Oh, and that's God. basically what the whole episode is. Remember when he was just sad about his ice cream ending? Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, so this is, Stephen finds out that the gems, um, he, he realizes just how old they are. They have lived for thousands of years because he sees a picture of them from many from... many years ago. It's it's a painting actually. Oh yeah, it's a painting. Yeah, okay. it's a painting. Uh, uh, and what was the painting based on? Uh, it's it's based on. Uh, it's actually a parody almost of this painting called Watson and the Shark. And um, yeah, so uh, it's, it's it's of Garnet punching a shark in the face. Yeah, it's that painting <laughs> that adds some gems and color. And um, it's and Rose is in it too. Yeah, um, that's right. Yeah. I see Rose sort of in this battle pose. And and. Stephen asks, why are you dressed like old-timey people? And they're like, because we were old-timey people. And he kind of finally realizes that they've, they've really lived this long. They really lived a lot longer than any human. And they explain that uh, gems don't age. Like, they don't physically change. Um, and we learn that their, their you know, physical forms are just sort of this construct. Yeah. It's the gem itself that's them. Yeah, um, um, and they mentioned that they can be hurt and they can be killed, so but that, not by food poisoning, <laughs> right? So, so time does not affect, affect them. them. It would only be something physical. Yeah, um, but that prompts Stephen to uh, to throw them all birthday parties because he realizes they, they don't they don't they don't have know what birthday those, parties. Yeah, they've never done that. I know when I was a kid, I was obsessed with my birthday, and I would ask my parents like every day, like how long until my birthday. <laughs> It's a big deal. You get to yeah. do the whole whole get up just for you. And so Stephen plans a day of just three parties, one for each of them. And, it, you know, it just consisting of, of pinatas and clowns and, you know, capes and crowns and, and silliness. And little cars. and Yeah, and the gems not only don't get it, but... Don't but, enjoy it. No, Pearl gets just visibly uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Like she's she's freaking out. She's like, "Can we stop?" Like, like she kind of hides behind Garnet, and, and this is just yeah. It's not what they like. Even Amethyst, who is you know young at heart, uh, doesn't really get it and doesn't really see the point. Yeah, she likes when she gets to hit something, but but she doesn't really get the rest of it. Yeah, she's like, why didn't you just give me the candy? Why did I have to hit a pinata for it? <laughs> right, and um, and so it's not going well, and S- Stephen starts thinking about um, himself because they point out that, you know, birthdays seem like a little kid thing. I don't think this is for, for us, and Stephen's like, wait. Am and, I too old for this, too? Yeah. Like, have I grown out of birthdays? Um, and he starts to feel really old. Yeah. And the feeling of being old sort of transfers into his physical form, and he starts to age visibly. He turns into a teenager and um, starts questioning life, basically. Like, like, I can't do kid things anymore. I'm I'm too old for that. I have to be better. And he kind of... And he is wandering through, and he sees... Uh, help wanted at, and he's just like, well, time to get a job, I have to do that. And one of my favorite, again, Stephen, feeling like an adult while doing a kid 
thing. Yeah. And so he sees his help wanted sign, and he goes in, and he looks at which t-shirt he should wear to have his new job, of, like, a t-shirt <laughs> with a surfer, of, like, I'll be a surfer, I'll be... And he comes out with, uh, what was it, Bach? B-chunk? Yeah, B-chunk. Professional B-chunk. Right, so because he got this t-shirt, that's his job <laughs> now. And, yeah. um, and then he starts feeling... Uh, older and he he ages to sort of middle age, and he he wanders into the donut shop. And then shop. he ages to Danny DeVito, which is yeah. you know, we're, we'll all be Danny DeVito aged one day. Yeah, and <laughs> and Lars and Sadie don't recognize him because he's he's an old man now. Yeah, and and he starts kind of grumbling like them of just like like oh in my day you know we don't have time <laughs> for kids stuff anymore. Get off my lawn. Yeah, and. Um. <laughs> But he sees a reflection of himself, which sends him spiraling even farther. Of yeah. Like, of, like, time's wasted, you know. I legit was like, is he gonna die? Like, what's happening? What's gonna happen when he dies? And it's that freak out that I think, I don't know if, uh, like, I didn't have it as a kid, but you yeah. kind of reach that in, in early adulthood of that, of like, One oh my day. gosh, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm an adult now, I have responsibilities like death is coming and like I won't be a kid anymore and I can't and you and he's doing that spiraling throughout yeah. this episode of just like like oh I can't escape it and I won't do the fun and he just kind of keeps going down yeah. down the rabbit hole and he's just like I have to get back to the gems and maybe my maybe having a kid birthday party will fix this yeah um and they try to throw a party for him but they're all freaking out about his because at this point he's, he's graying he can't stand he's like he's, he's lying like, on the floor with a big old beard he's, he's like Gandalf a couple aged. steps away from being a skeleton basically yeah. and so they try to throw him the birthday party but he keeps freaking out more because you know they'll they'll do a you know pinata and he goes no kids stuff and he ages more and and uh garnet finally in desperation starts shaking him violently oh wait okay <laughs> you know he's <laughs> usually so quiet during these he's usually asleep it's because he's been gone he's he's chosen this moment to take a shit <laughs> are you done Go to sleep. Okay. You good enough? And Garnet, in desperation, <laughs> starts shaking him violently. And Amethyst and Pearl literally have to get her to stop. Well, again, like, I didn't realize how often this comes up with Garnet. She just says, I, I, I thought violence would be the answer. <laughs> yeah. She just, I, I don't know the answer to this one. Maybe I'll just shake it. Try more. punching the problem. Right. Except the problem is Steven, so we'll just shake it. And when it doesn't work, the three of them start fighting almost. And um, Stephen starts to <laughs> Stephen starts to kind uh, of admonish them. Yeah, for being, he, he starts telling them off, and he turns into a, a middle-aged man again. Yeah. Of just like of, you know, stop fighting. What are you doing? You're being ridiculous. And he's like, "I'm sorry, I've wasted your time." And he turns into a teenager. And then he's like, we have so little time. And he turns back into an old man. He starts fluctuating between any emotion he has. And they realize that he needs to start feeling like a kid again. Um, and so they basically just tell them why they think he's great. Yeah. They just, they say, you know, you're kind, you're loving. And they they list off all the reasons why they love Steven for who he is. And And as soon as he starts feeling more like himself... He turns back into his actual age. Mostly. Mostly. <laughs> his legs are still hairy and long. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, that sort of reassurance that he is, you know, perfect right where he is. 
kind of yeah. brings him back to the ground and, and stops that spiraling, which is a really good way of just, you know, everyone has those moments and you have your friends, your family that, that bring you back to the ground and, yeah. and remind you that it's, you know, it's gonna, it's all better than it feels right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's a very sweet ending with that. Yeah. And the, the animation in this one too is really moody. Um, kind of like cat fingers where it, it, it puts you in that upsetting mm. kind of dark place. Yeah. You know, the skies get gray. It's There's a lot of silu- fog. Yeah. The yeah. fog silhouetted. Um, like when he has his first transformation, you kind of see him walking through the fog and you don't, you just see his shape change and then he kind of steps out and you see um, teenagers, teenager Steven. Yeah. And so it's, it plays a lot with lights and shadows, which is it. Really yeah, intense. it really sets the mood. Yeah. yeah, and it also has that intensity too of that I think. Relates. Frivo had too, <laughs> right? Um, Where it was like raining and stuff, and it was. But in a way to communicate to children, um, because I think a lot of kids, you know, you'll do something, you know, you'll fall and you'll face plant and and if no one says anything, you'll just kind of get up and keep running. Yeah. But if you see like. If you see your parents crying or, you know, or see that that they're freaking out, then you get that gut of just like, oh, no, something's really wrong because the adults are upset. They're okay. And they're not okay. And you have that moment with, um, you know, Lion, who's normally so apathetic, is Steven kind of collapses on the sand and Lion immediately grabs him by the scruff and runs him to the gems. Yeah. And that kind of has that, like, oh, Lion's worried. This is something bad. Something is really like, something's wrong. Something's really bad. Yeah. You know, like when, you're, when your dog's whimpering over you or something. Yeah. And so I thought that was a good good way to translate it for kids. Yeah. So it was a very intense episode. Yeah. Um, which, it's so strange when these episodes come up because this show itself is so upbeat and cute and pure and then it has episodes like this that are like full-on like body horror or like um just like some some pretty real stuff like in this one you know you're talking about mortality and uh that's something you know none of us are immortal and we all can relate to that's it's like damn like can we go back to like fun stuff giant women (laughs) yeah well it's it's that these two together, I think, are those first steps of Stephen into some maturity and some understanding mm-hmm. of, for first, with Giant Woman, we kind of get this, these more, uh, you know, these more adult relationships and how they can be difficult and how they can uh, be something to work through. Mm-hmm. And and I think Fusion especially kind of has that, that this is the first step, but it, it is that kind of more understanding relationships with older people with a different maturity yeah. rather than kids who are just like, you're nice to me, I'm nice to you, we're friends. Yeah. And, and adult relationships are a little more complex than that. Um, and so you kind of start seeing that with Fusion. And then um, with So Many Birthdays, it's um, just growing up and being afraid to grow up and yeah. and wondering how that works and what comes next and if you're losing something and yeah. all that. <laughs> i'm I'm not even 25 but i'm like i'm glad i'm not an adult because adults have to deal with which is like i'm 26 i know and and like it's not like i don't have to deal with like uh adult stuff but 
Try not to think about it, man. <laughs> yeah, just enjoy the here and now, man. Yeah. It's just... In a couple years, I have to figure out health insurance. That's fun. Anyway, I'm, so... Um, uh, it's not fun. I know. It's not fun. I know. Don't age. I'm trying. Be Steven. I'm trying. Steven ages too. All right, back, wait, back to magical anyway. fantasy world nothing so, um, matters it's great so you wanted to talk about some gem stuff as i recall yeah so i uh, mentioned it last week with the uh desert glass but i really thought it'd be fun to get into talking about sort of people's feelings or interpretations. like interpretations related to different gemstones and in the real world and see how that related to characters and i actually found some really cool stuff uh so i, I first was looking up at opal because that's our newest character. And um, a lot of them talk about like, opals being sort of like the queen of gems because there's the mix of all the different colors, mm. and um, which I think opal's very queenly. Um, and also they talk about how... She is very royal. Yeah. yeah. She's got that presence. That's very grand. Yes. Yes. Um, and they talk about how there are so many different variations of opal because, because of all the different colors that... There can be some with, like, big flashes of blues and greens or reds and oranges. And I thought that was kind of a cool thought of... I'm, I'm totally going to be reading into all these and kind of because I want, yeah. to, I want to make sense. But. Especially because it's the first fusion that we, like, see, like, be a fusion, you know? Yeah. Um, and so it's it, kind of that mix of two personalities yeah. creates a sort of splash of colors. I like yeah. that. Yeah, and... You see, you see, like splashes of pearl and splashes of amethyst as like mm -hmm. as you interact with opal. You you can feel that. There's that little bit of pink and a little bit of uh, purple. Yeah, mixed. and and uh, you know, just little things like the fact that opal walks on point and like yeah, 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 just like pearl would, and that's great. Yeah. Um, and then so because we didn't start this with the original gems, I thought I'd go into that um, with garnet which feel very on point, um, is that garnet is this sort of, they use the words, uh, re represents primordial fire and the creation of world out of chaos and purification and love. And I, I thought that was like garnet all over of someone just like strong and intense feelings. Yeah. Of she's so, sh she is the most intense gem. Yeah. And she's, and her reactions are so, uh, quick and on top of things right like it's, and it's very yeah and she can't just walk into lava like she's the most <laughs> intense one yeah that's great yeah. um and amethyst um was one amethyst is a geode as i recall yeah um, and, and a couple of these I'll, I'll talk about a little bit more in the spoiler section but part of what amethyst is was a lot of kind of warding off the negativity of stress and anxiety and to like get rid of like darkness, um, which seems like her take on things is she doesn't she doesn't like the stress. stress she she kind of anxiety. She almost just, run from it. Yeah, she plays it off, and she yeah she's not calm, but she uh, she's sort of like she's got her own zen. Yeah, of just like don't worry about it; it'll happen. Yeah, um, and it, it's also associated will be, will be exactly, yeah. and that one's also associated with abundance, which is. Just amethyst all over. Yeah. Just like more of everything. Eat everything. Exactly. <laughs> Eat all the things. And her, you know, her room is just trash. And, <laughs> and then Pearl, oh man, I'm really, so much of this I'm going to have to talk about in spoiler stuff. Yeah. But uh, Pearl's 
part of her is just that kind of the perfection of, you know, uh, a quality pearl is one that is just perfectly round and unblemished, and that yeah. feels very pearl-like of just, yeah. um, you know, that geometric perfection and simplicity. Yeah, but know? pearls come from, um, um, what was it, oysters? Um, yeah, like mollusks. Plants? Mollusks, yes. Yeah. Good good overarching word. Yeah. Um, because uh, sand or, uh, or like, uh, small things get stuck in their throat, and they kind of form a pearl around that. That's true. So. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and last, but definitely not least, Rose Quartz is so perfect, because it's one that's it's supposed to be... Um, healing. Yeah, healing physically and mentally. It's the crystal, like, of a heart, and it's all about compassion and forgiveness and helping others, and that's the most Stephen-y yeah, kind of gem I can Stephen think of. And- when we get to it, Rose, as you'll see. Right. But yeah, I think, yeah. I and mean, that's all I can say right now. Um, Want to get into spoiler territory? I would love to, but first, I would love to thank everybody who is listening along with us for the very first time and enjoying Steven uh, Universe and all of its fun. Wonder. Yeah. <laughs> um, I hope you're enjoying it. I didn't, with Giant Woman, I hope you see kind of the the kernel of what's to come. It's going to get crazy. Crazy. <laughs> but you can follow us uh, on Twitter at BerryBiscuitSU or email us at Steven Universe. I mean, sorry, email us at strawberryandbiscuit at gmail.com. And uh, hit us up, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah We're talk like to talking us. into the void here. Come on, guys. It's just kind of fun. I like talking to you. <laughs> oh. And. Uh, yeah, but tell us anything you like or anything you want to share with us or with other Steven Universe fans. Yeah. And with that, I say do, and let's get into spoilers. Spoilers. And foreshadowed. So fusion, right? <laughs> fusion, right? Um, um, before we get too far from the gemstone stuff, there was a couple oh, yeah. things that I could not say before. So one thing was with... With Garnet talking about like love and sensuality and how she's a fusion, mm-hmm. I feel I feel like you know she's the embodiment of a relationship. She's the embodiment of yeah uh, of love. And the, the creation of the world out of chaos yeah. into love is, is just what so Garnet. Garnet's story is. But also amethyst. Um, a lot. Another part of the amethyst is I looked up the creation of how an amethysts are made because I thought that was such a big part of her character. And they're made, they're um, a geode uh, with this hollow rock and amethyst uh, lining the cavities. And I thought that made me think of the kindergarten a little bit. Yeah. Of like this, these formed in the, in the side of stone. Yeah. Um, and geodes are always sort of, they look kind of shattered and broken. And amethyst is... On the inside. Uh, sort of. Yeah. And she's also like, she was like made wrong or whatever, remember? Yeah. Um, and so that, that kind she of... Feels uh, broken. Yeah. It, it it's like she's shorter than she's supposed to be and she's you know she's different and that kind of defines her character mm-hmm. and pearl like you were saying they they form um the way that this one put it they form around microscopic irritant in the bodies of certain mollusks and i thought that that really represented pearl and her relationship to rose mm-hmm. in that she she started out as sand which is kind of what pearls were yeah, she, and she, like, 
she was just part of the background. Yeah, and then she sort of just formed herself around, like, in and around Rose and... Like, from adversity. Right, and made yeah. herself something beautiful yeah. and strong. And uh, But she's still, in that, in that center, she has that little irritant that's still left over. Yeah, and, um, and somehow people can push her buttons and remind her that that's all she is. Or make her was. feel like that's all she is. Yeah. Yeah. And then also, like you were saying, Rose Quartz is very much that healing, you know. Healing, like, which, healing which both Rose and, and uh, you know, Rose's tears and uh, Stephen Spit, uh, yeah. they have healing properties. And um, and Rose Quartz are often used to, like, help with fertility problems, which feels like that. Yeah. Like she's the She's mother. the only gem that's ever given birth. Yeah. yeah. So that's very fun. Yeah. Um, so it, the, the gem gemstone meanings in real life kind of tie in to yeah. who the gems are. And I had a lot of fun looking them up. I'm going to yeah. keep doing that anytime we meet new gems. Yeah. I think it'll be really interesting to see how it ties in. Yeah. Um, so, so let's talk fusion, fusions. Yeah. Um, so, wow. Um, I think when I first watched this episode, I was immediately like, what are the fusions going to look like? Are there going to be more? You know, who else is going to fuse with who? And all this stuff. And that's when we started to have uh, rumors about, what if Garnet's a fusion? And because she's the only gem that uh, has extra body parts, and she's the only gem with two gems, mm-hmm. uh, et cetera, et cetera. And Which so, I think they, I don't know if you see both gems, but you have a close-up of her hands clapping yeah. in this episode. And I don't know if that's like a little touch of... Things foreshadowing, to come. Yeah. yeah. I think there's a lot of foreshadowing uh, in the episode itself. To like, you we were briefly talking about the fusion of uh, the the giant bird, which I totally missed the first time that yeah. that was fusion. Yeah, because and, it's made of a bunch of little gems, which and, is how fusion would normally work on Homeworld. Yeah, of just like the same form of the same. Yeah. Um, and we see, we see each little bird have its own gem, and then each little bird get bubbled. Uh, it's, it's so cool. Yeah. Uh, because I also, it's an episode about fusion, and it has, you know... Two forms of fusion. Yeah. Um, um I also cool. really like the bubbling effect. I yeah. didn't realize that that's what she was doing. I thought, the first time I watched it, I thought that she was destroying all the birds. Yeah. But instead, she was just capturing them. them and, yeah, saving them. Yeah. I like how they just sort of... It's a, it's a, it's how they end the episode. Like, oh yeah, Stephen can fuse too, and then bye. Like, wait, like, <laughs> just plant the seed, and we yeah. don't, we and don't, we don't hear about it for a while. For, for a while. Um, yeah. Do you remember? No, this might be too much of a pull. Do you remember the next time we see fusion? Is I, it? I think it um, is um, Sugalite. Um, it's either Sugalite or Alexandrite. Oh yeah, I don't remember which one. Um, but it's interesting to see. Like, I think it is Sugalite. One right. of my favorite things about this show when it comes to fusion is how it shows a lot of different kinds of relationships that can form. Yeah. That, like, this one they form for necessity. You know, yeah. um, Opal and Amethyst just aren't compatible enough to be together for anything but battle. Yeah. Because that's the thing that they that they get on the same page with the most is when it comes to Saving fighting. Saving Steven. Saving Steven, yeah. or even just kicking Protecting, butt, yeah, is yeah. um, it's a it's this that's the purpose. Thing that, yeah, yeah, they they are uh, that's the thing that they bond over. And then we'll get to other other fusions that are made from love, that are made um, from sort of an unhealthy power balance, that yeah. are 
that are made from desperation, and you just get these like different kinds of relationships that people friendship. actually form. Yeah, friendship. Yeah. Uh, you know, siblinghood. Yeah. Um, and it's just it's really but interesting. But the the strongest fusions are based on love. Um, or respect or compassion. Yeah. yeah. Um. And well, yeah, well, that all it's all to come. But they're so well thought out. Yeah. Um. And I also like to think, uh, it's it's not all the time. But I like, I think the main part of fusion is just relationships in general. Like mm. it could be romantic, it could be friendship, it could be familial. It's just some sort of relationship. Colleagues. Um, yeah, <laughs> colleagues. And I, I like how, th- like, I think that's what it is at its core, but I like this couple times that they bring it into almost, um, almost a talk of, like, a sexual relationship. Yeah. Because I don't think it's that all the time, but some, no. but they talk about that in it, almost the way that it could be violated in the yeah. way that people feel like. And they, they talk about consent and they talk about. Um, yeah. Uh, like, like unhealthy uh, relationships and like relationships based on distrust and uh-huh. yeah. And I think that's cool too. Is I th- I think that's not there all the time, but they treat every relationship in a fusion like it is something that needs to be consent based. Which, yeah, which you know you don't think about that with friendships, but at the core of friendships do need to be consensual. Like yeah. you don't want people pushing boundaries that they shouldn't be pushing yeah. yet. Um, and we just usually talk about it more with sex, but I yeah. like that they kind of conflate the two into just relationships. Exactly, any kind of and form that those might take. Yeah, because consent is is important not only in sex, but like a lot of the time people will say, "Oh, I'm allergic to something," even though it they just don't like it. Like if I said I was allergic to grapes because I didn't like grapes, mm-hmm. I, people do that because people will like. If you say, I don't like grapes, they'll just, like, force that on you. Like, they'll be like, no, try it, try it, try it, like, you know, and, or Mm -hmm. I'm giving it to you anyway. But you have to say, oh, if I eat it, I'll die, for people to respect your consent. And Yeah, sometimes people will push too far. Yeah, and it's, and seeing, like, seeing it apply to to so many different things, I I feel, is a really good way to teach it, because it does apply to so many different things. It's, you're what you want matters and uh you agreeing to it matters yeah exactly it's, yeah it's a really good lesson and and just like everything with steven we get to learn the rules before we start learning the complexity yeah so with this one we're just learning what fusion is what it looks like what it entails what it, yeah exactly kind of like you see they dance then they fuse they have to be in sync they created something new that's a little bit of both of them. And so we kind of get just the basics of what fusion is. And then in later episodes, we get to kind of explore what can come from that. What are the other possibilities? What other kinds of fusion can there be? And how does that work um, with, with the, you know, the powers and also with just the personalities? Um, the dynamic. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, I, I really like that Steven uses this, Steven Universe uses this formula because it works really well for kids too, is that you teach them this is a new thing, this is how it goes, and then after they get the basics, then you can be like, all right, let's push it a little farther. Let's learn a little more. Let's do something a little, a little crazier with it. it. Yeah. yeah. 
I don't know, I feel like we should be talking about the next episode too, because there's a lot of instances of fusion that, and we can get into this stuff deeper. But um, so, so many birthdays. Uh, I think there's an episode much farther on, uh, which is a Stephen birthday episode. Mm-hmm. And uh, he kind of tries to, um, he, he kind of worries that he's not growing. And it's really interesting to see this uh, in comparison to that where he's worrying about death and dying and immortality. And then mm-hmm. uh, in another episode, he's worrying about not aging at all and how scary that might be and how Connie might grow up without him. Yeah, just, it, it shows different levels of maturity. You have different worries at different times of your life. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes, like again, being a kid, you want to be an adult and do cool adult things. And when you get to be an adult, you're like, I wish I could be a kid and have no yeah. worries and just do goofy things. and. You kind of look back on different parts of your life or forward to want different things. Yeah, there, there's so much of that. And then there's also just Stephen dealing with human problems um, with the gems, like aging, which they don't understand at all, and um, how they were able to really, really beautifully bring him back uh, by by just making him feel like himself again. Yeah, just yeah. We, we like Stephen for Stephen. Yeah. It's as simple as that. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> You're only obnoxious some of the time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, we're we're getting into some really, really fun ones here. Um, so, so next, next week. week we're going to do Lars and the Cool Kids, and I love the Cool Kids. I know. So I'm really excited It's such that. a great representation. Um, and then Onion Trade, which is uh, more of Onion. Yeah, we get to have just an onion episode. Which Wait, I think it's the first onion episode. So yeah. That's exciting. Um, and I we'll get into next week, but I love onion so much and it takes he's <laughs> it takes a really long time to love onion, but then now looking back I love him so much. <laughs> so can't so wait. Tweet us, email us. Um, we'd love to hear from you. And we'll see you next week. All right, come back and jam with us. Bye. Bye.